When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to Rule the World, the ultimate power of storytelling. Storytelling is what connects us as humans, and for brands, it is no different. A well-told story can effectively position your brand in the minds and hearts of your audience and can convert thoughts and feelings into results and revenue. On this show, we dive into the unique and recurring principles of world-class storytellers from every walk of life to help you level up your storytelling skills and knowledge to drive real, measurable results for you and your organization. Here's your host, Paul Furlong. Hello and welcome to Rule the World, the art and power of storytelling. I'm your host, Paul Furlong. Just a quick reminder that my book, Rule the World, Master the Power of Storytelling to Inspire, Influence and Succeed, is now available. You can get hold of your copy in all good bookshops, including Amazon and Kindle, Waterstones and WH Smith in the UK, Barnes and Noble in the US, and all good bookshops throughout the rest of the world. Anyway, without further ado, I'm delighted to introduce you to today's guest, Verna Schmidt, founder of 123CY. Verna is a startup coach, brand discoverer, and creative practitioner. He coaches through creative, constructive conversation, motivational speaking engagements and workshops, blending act, NLP, story coaching, and a wide range of strategic and operational experience, all since 1994. So Verna, welcome to the show. Paul, thank you so much. And uh, I, I feel energized by that very dense introduction to do a, a solo Mexican wave, if you don't mind. Uh, you go for it. <laughs> I'll join in this end. Um, so, uh, as you say, quite a dense introduction there. So why don't you spend a couple of minutes unpackaging that and telling us a little bit more about what all that is, uh, what ACT is, what NLP is, uh, and tell us a little bit more about your background and how you spend your time. Paul, thank you. I love that question, how I spent my time, because what I hear is, um, you know, what I repeatedly do, it goes back to the great philosophers that said, Werner is what he repeatedly does. So indeed, I I spend, let's say, 80% of my days uh, creatively, which is creative writing. I create music. I also perform the writing and I perform the music. 
I also work on my coaching, my startup coaching. Um, when I'm engaged, like at present, I'm engaged with 48 startups nationwide here in South Africa in five provinces. So I work content for my next engagement with the individual and groups of uh, entrepreneurs, etc. So 80% of my time, um, creative, deep work. You are in my man cave now, right here in my man cave I spent. And then the 20% I get to perform. And when I perform, I focus on um, inspiring, inspire as a central verb. And the ingredients which I then use is the fact that I'm prepared, I'm fit as a creative practitioner to work with startups of businesses, nonprofit organizations, people engaging in their first creative endeavors as visual artists, word artists, musical artists, etc., which to my mind is really the same thing, um, the same story, the same package. So my ingredients, uh, which I bring to the table when I perform with a view of inspiring, I want to inspire the true self of my, um, let's call it my fellow journey, um, journeyists. What is the, what is the noun for someone journeying with one? Fellow travelers. Yes, fellow travelers. And, um, so the ingredients is me being fit for creativity, um, Often, more often than not, me having spent work creatively in preparing for my performance, um, I blend it with um, story. I use mythopoetic story, which I drop in like effervescent lo lozenges uh, or tablets in the rivers, which are my, my fellow travelers. Um, I use music as well. Um, and I do that story and music. I, I drop in to conversations um, to open up the entire person, and we're going to talk about that, I'm sure, but to, to open up whole brain, which actually means whole body, uh, when a story is well told or when um, the right kind of music is dropped in at the right time, uh, almost like soundtrack style. I drop in poetry. I drop in word games. Um, I drop in what I call brandstorming moments where we play sort of, and we're going to do that today as well, we play online Scrabble um, between myself, we bounce words around, um, dad jokes come, you know, flow naturally from these kinds of conversations. And, um, so those, those are the ingredients, uh, blended with what you said earlier, ACT acceptance and commitment therapy, um, which is a wonderful blend of rigorous, uh, psych psychological science with, um, mindfulness practice from the West and the East. Uh, so really global mindfulness practice, NLP, neuro-linguistic programming. And I'm one of those people, um, you know, and, and it, it irritates some people that um, I love to really absorb something which interests me, you know, so that I can embody it and be it uh, when I create, when I perform, etc. So when people ask me, you know, what, what stands out from acceptance and commitment therapy, what stands out from NLP, I'll, I'll probably say, um, let's give us a half an hour of chatting and, and see how, how I embody it. So I think that, that in, a, in a nutshell is um, sort of how I spend my days. That's amazing. And there's, there's so much, I think, that we could spend hours and hours and hours unpacking there. 
uh, I've, I've just activated Zoom's barking dog fu functionality. Um, is it playing into the soundtrack on your side? I think so. I like, I like the Zoom barking dog. <laughs> yes, it's really authentic. It's Africanus, which is a very, very unique uh, uh, African breed. <laughs> um, all right, but it seems, it seems to have dissipated. Isn't it wonderful? Acknowledging something um, and bringing it into the, bringing it into the, into the light lets it disappear. Amazing. <laughs> well, if, if you want to, um, if you want to bring the Zoom barking dog soundtrack back in, that's absolutely no problem. We can uh, we can incorporate that into uh, into our conversation today. That's no no problem at all. Yes, um, and I've I've sent it on. I've set it on the random setting, uh, Paul. So it it will come in unannounced if you're okay, okay with that. That sounds great. Um, so so there's there's three things from what you've just said there in terms of how you describe yourself that I'd like you to unpack a little bit further. So could you unpack? Um, what a startup coach is, or or your how you describe yourself as a startup coach, what a brand discoverer is, and what a creative practitioner is, and how that helps your clients. Thank you, Paul. Uh, from my point of view, um, Werner as startup coach is someone literally during the first twelve weeks of someone, um, you know, getting this feeling, getting these thoughts of I want to step onto a canvas and get something real out into the world so that I, I then inspire through a, a, a process, which is a, a very solid business model canvas process you know, as the chassis of our journey, our story together, infused with the ingredients that I've already said. That's the 12 weeks of walking with. So I'm literally that keeping somebody open for their total humanity for 12 weeks so that they can come up with an idea which speaks to what's inside them and which resonates to the need, the problem, the gap they perceive. And, you know, from your experience, I'm pretty sure you'll agree that we all, we all see needs, problems, and gaps in, in a distinct way as, as individuals. So it's, it's that I, I keep the, Let's call it, I keep the, if you look at the, I'll get to the creative pr practitioner in a moment, the kind of um, literature that, that I'm building uh, as my side hustle, part of my creative practice. I'm into magical reality or re realistic magic, um, which is actually how I live. Um, it's, it's normal life, but there's just this, this golden touch to it, this, this rainbow golden touch to it. So I try to inspire that in clients that journey with me through their start. And the result, and, and we've had some wonderful results with myself and the university, the Free States Business School. We launched a program that I co-wrote with them 13 months ago. We launched, um, we've got 189 startups through the, through the program. You could call it the pilot phase, and we're very happy that it works. Um, it's a story process. It's a journey process where we really help people to own their own story and bring it to an enterprise in the form of a business, a nonprofit organization, like I said, a, a creative endeavor, etc. So that's startup coaching and Werner's role is literally, um, let's call it the, the dropper of fizzy tablets in the rivers, uh, which is the individual rivers, which I see as my, my fellow travelers. That's me, startup coaching, the inspirer inspirator whatever then in terms of brand discoverer 
every single one of my clients that I journey with, we come to a place of what should my creative project, my business, my nonprofit be named, you know, the, the headline branding, and let's call it the, the top framework of slogans, strap lines, which all tie into their, let's call it their total story, their core message. And that is where the brand discovery naturally f- flows from me being the, the inspirer and the, the, the creator of, or let's call it the, the um, enthuser of magical reality in their stories for 12 weeks. We get to a place of what are you going to call this thing? And that is where the, the brand storming games comes in, where we play Scrabble. Uh, we use objects that, you know, that inspire them. We use their own backstory, etc. So that is the, the brand discovery as a natural, um, it's, it's a tributary to the main river of their process. It, it naturally flows. And so that's brand discovery and something which I enjoy incredibly. The creative practitioner is where I, you know, maintain my fitness and keep growing as a literature creator, as a music creator. Um, let's call it my side hustles. And what I love about that and how that helps my clients is I can honestly come to the table at any uh, interaction with my clients to say, "Mm, these are the lessons from my literature development and emergence process for me as an entrepreneur. These are the lessons from my music um, career, Um, you know, the the writer and the performer of stories and music. Um, On the one hand, that it feeds into me being an authentic startup, an authentic wannabe in terms of literature and and music creation and performance. Um, So that is then startup coach, brand discovery, and creative practitioner, which, you know, in my world are are three very equal planets, um, intergalactic uh, type uh, objects that that revolve around each other. yeah, there's a there's a beautiful, almost as random as my African dog soundtrack, almost as random as that um, these three planets or whatever. Um, hopefully, one of them is a star. <laughs> Amazing, and um, as you say, they they kind of orbit around each other. And I read on your website that um, as part of your story coaching, you bring in uh, the djembe. And am I right in thinking that's a drum? you have one with you yes i have the the granddaddy djembe with the shwe shwe material covered it's a it's an indigenous material from central south africa uh shwe shwe and yes it's the the granddaddy sound um so just sound check wise is it interfering or is the balance fair that's fair i can hear that well and without without uh taking over your 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 audio from your talking okay does this mean I can I can drop in a short story into our program? Oh yeah, please. Our, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. So I mean, this, this this is the embodiment I spoke about. Hey. So once upon a time, you know, once not in this time, but but in some other time, eagle was soaring the thermals high in the sky above a waterhole in Africa, in Africa, in Africa, and then eagle swooped down at almost three hundred kilometers per hour, and she swooped down to this waterhole and she grabbed tortoise by the shell and she rose with tortoise. And you know, tortoises are, 
they go back into their house when, when danger arrives like that. But Eagle whispered as she rose, she said, Tortoise, I've already eaten. Uh, this journey is for your own benefit. Uh, you can come out now. So uh, Tortoise cautiously stuck his head out of his shell. And for the first time, he saw the trees and the waterhole from up top. And Eagle rose even further. And she said, look up, Tortoise. And for the first time, Tortoise saw the, you know, those ranges, those shades of blue and gray of the far horizon. For the first time, Tortoise saw that. And then Eagle rose even further to where she, you know, to where she cruised the thermals once again, high up, you know, that effortlessness with which just only eagles and vultures, etc., can do that. And for the first time, Tortoise saw the curvature of the earth, realized that, you know, as round as the waterhole is, as round this planet, this massive rock, which they call home, is. So Eagle took him back through all the levels and she dropped him cautiously, quite close to where she picked him up. And Tortoise rushed like tortoises do, you know, very excitedly back to the other animals and said, gather round, gather round, proceeded to tell the other animals of his experience. So obviously some of the animals said, Tortoise, you crazy man, you know, did you eat some new kind of grass next to the water? Some of the animals said, oh my word, that's exciting, we want to know more. And then one of the the elders, one of the leader tortoises, came closer, took tortoise to the one side and said, Take me to that eagle. Amazing. Yeah, it. so so that, that that story is normally one of the first ones I drop into basically any any group or individual engagement which I have. Um because it once again it, it opens up so many avenues of conversation. And the magic of, of a story like that, and, and these are the kinds of stories which I use when interacting with um, startups, uh, when I prepare, um, I even prepare existing organizations uh, for their strategic thinking processes. Um, I often refrain from engaging in that kind of thing because I want to keep spinning the magic thing. And when people want to get into the operations of strategy, you know, they, they want to get serious at a certain point. And I don't, I don't play that serious game too well. Um, and then I end up irritating instead of inspiring. So, um, but a story like this, I mean, it has endless, endless, endless possibilities. Strategy, um, operations, um, innovation, creativity, you know, point of view. I mean, we can probably take this story and fill up our our um, conversation here with it. So um, it's really marvelous, and we keep coming back to it. And the beautiful of, thing of coming back to it, you know, I saw a, um, a startup um, or a representative from a startup which which came through the process last year, one of the very first cohort of, of entrepreneurs. And another story which I tell is that the half-girl story, the story of the half-girl. And... Um, she came up to me. Um, I was uh, at a hotel where I'm a, a resident musician, and she came up to me, and, and I saw the face. I said, "Okay, some recognition." I don't own the name. It's been 189 startups in 13 months, so I don't own the name or can't remember the name. And she walked right up to me. She said, "Werner, are you still the half boy?" Um, and I mean that, you know, once again, just how how fully 
that story opened her up. Um, and it's so marvelous, 13 months after, to hear uh, one of the stories not only being somewhere there, but being sort of front of mind, top of mind, uh, when she saw me. Brilliant. I love all that. And I loved hearing the story with the with the djembe, and obviously it, it, it moved something in me, but why do you use the djembe? What is it about the djembe and the storytelling combined that that makes it so powerful in your mind and and, and for, for the listeners when you're using it? It's uh, one of these things where I stumbled into it in, in 2014, the, the first time I was contractually called the artist, a very, a very great moment for me. I entered a, a children's play, an interactive children's play at a local arts festival. I got in. And then I went through something like three or three and a half thousand school children that I I did some pre-shows to 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 sort of you know activate their curiosity and tell your mother to buy your tickets to the to the arts festival. And I, I don't know, but by then I had bought the djembe for my for my music because uh, I, I do like a, a one one man band sometimes where I have the kick djembe, kick tambourine, guitar, and voice. Um, and I just thought, wow, um, having seen some some inspirational storytellers like uh, Michael Mead, poets like uh, also storytellers like Robert Bly um, on on YouTube, you know, and sort of engaging with their 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 art that they've brought to the world, um, I saw them using it, and I thought, wow, maybe if maybe if I can just get the the musicality of it right. In other words, actually, it's it's a bit of a a rap rap kind of music style. That one just start, you know, and it took a while. But then now where I am, where you can actually use the, the djembe literally as your, your soundtrack um, to focus attention. I do attention exercises where, I mean, this, this djembe, you know, the silence when you leave it after a, a, a few, a few uh, bars of, of drumming and you get people to really focus, it really is incredible. Um, in classroom settings, um, the teachers came to me and said, you know, we've been with these learners for these so long. Um, you know, you've been with them. Obviously, I'm, I'm the, the strange guy from three mountaintops away. <laughs> but um, th they'd never seen, you know, the, the sort of uh, the African um, uh, animal called the meerkat. The, the, those meerkat that are, that are so alert. I mean... It, it just turns a, 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 a classroom or three or four hundred, hundred plus um, 10 year old, 11 year old boys, it turns them into meerkat. I mean, they, they're, just, they're just with you. Um, so they, and, and I think it's the, the rhythm of the heart as well, that our inner, our inner djembe, which, which is our heart, um, and the, the energy pulsating, the blood pulsating through us. There must be some kind of resonance there as well. Uh, which I've experienced. So does that does that sort of answer your question? <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. 
Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Um, so the story that you just told then, um, does that relate to one of the words that you used right at the beginning, which is mythopoetic story? That that story that you've just told, there was, a, there was that kind of rhythmic element of the poetry and, and you, you mentioned rap and... Um, I don't know if I've remembered this correctly, but rap originally started out as as an acronym for rhythmically applied poetry, which is Indeed. which is what what you're doing there. But then you've got the mythic elements of the kind of the animals coming together. So is 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 that is that the myth mytho poetic stories that you were talking about early on? That definitely that is a, a prime example of the kind of stories which I then call my my effervescent tablets, which which I drop into the the individual rivers, which are my 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 fellow. Uh, my fellow travelers to the to the ocean of of creative endeavor. And so, why is that so important with startups? Why why is why is that these kind of stories so important? But why is also getting the the story of the the individual, the story of the startup, so important for that for that startup and for those individuals so important? I admire your expertise in delivering dense um, yeah, questions, <laughs> uh, and uh, I, I love it. It's really the the, the poetry, and, and I'll try to I'll try to sort of disentangle some of that. Uh, the first reason um, I blame I blame a hard lockdown 2020 uh, for the story because I, I had a certain deadline for writing the program, and initially. Um, there was no mention of story, poetry, word games, drawing games, music, anything. And then hard lockdown happened, which, which just put a number of things on ice. Um, and I became bored with, with the project that I had. So then I just went back to the business school and said, can I drop in this, that, this, that? Because we needed to make it accessible for a cohort of brothers and sisters living with disabilities. They were actually the, the funding contract for this project. So, so marvelous to sort of say, let's strip down the theory and, and make it come to life. And I think that also then answers the story of, or the question of why the individual story of, well, any, any innovator, any entrepreneur, whether it's a creative project, a business or a nonprofit, whatever they start from their canvas, why the, the, in, the unique story of that individual that they, that they look into the mirror and say, who am I? Why am I here? What's my story? Because there's, there are treasures there in terms of how I've been helped, how I've been inspired, etc. through time, that, that I'm, I literally have it in my memory. I have it in my bones, in my own backstory. And you know, it's it's um, with with the big corporates we we have the you know, the, the most mega corporates um, that will that we've ever seen um, as as a human race, and um, with global reach, I think you know when we look at those brands, often we we think, oh, 
the individual personality, the individual story plays much less of a role in, in the brand itself. And perhaps it can be true for the, the mega, mega, mega brands. However, for so much of the creative world in, in business, in, in literally creative practice and in NPO, nonprofit organizations, um, the, the owner, the directors, um, the, the teams inside make up in my experience, an incredibly big portion of the brand perception uh, of the product, the service, the creative output delivered by such projects or organizations. So that then comes back to why the, it also makes the, the business come alive. It makes the, the novel I'm writing come alive. It makes the song I'm writing come alive because I invest my own my own story in it. I often I often compare my uh, from personal experience um, when, when I sing one of my own originals versus I blend it in conversation with cover versions to to create some form of familiarity. Um, you know, a spoonful of uh, sugar helps my medicine go down type thing in in um, when I perform and. Even though I love some of some of the cover versions that I sing, the stuff that that come from my story, it's just at a completely different level. It's it's where eagle soars there up top. Um, so that that then answers that why the individual story of a project, a, a, a creative practitioner of a of a business creator, of a nonprofit creator, or a venture creator, how that individual story for me, well. When I engage with such individuals is not only important, it's, it's non-negotiable. If someone says to me when I contract with them, oh, let's, let's skip that part. Let, let's skip that part. I just want to get to the business model or the organization model or, uh, you know, how to, how to write a book and, and, and seek an agent and seek a publisher, whatever. Then I say, well, I can refer you to, to other people. I have to have that, that, Let's call it the deepening of the individual character, which comes really back to one of my core values as a human being. And that is that I believe that we are all living a bestseller novel in our own individual right. And it's also one of the, one of the most famous story arcs like uh, The Alchemist, etc., where, you know, I, I had a dream of the gold far away. I went far away, the hero's journey. I came back. Um, just to just to follow the dream of the the person at the end point that the gold was was underneath my fireplace and in my story I even wrote a song about it uh, in my song it is the gold is actually inside my own body it's in my own heart um, so I think that that comes back to that thing is possibly that is the, the the most fundamental thing which I would like to inspire wherever I go is that people realize man. Your, your struggles, the tragedy, the comedy, etc. Of, of your life uh, is really something to behold. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And so when, when you've helped these startups discover what the story is that they've got inside, how do you then help them to integrate that story into their startup business? Fantastic question. And it so often leads to a very different idea. Um, I literally have had experience even, you know, I've, I've done this, by the way, from, from um, 
2003, I transitioned through a few roles. So one could say from, since 2003, the whole starting things energy, energy and inspiration for starting things sort of dates back to 2003 in my career. Uh, and it's this very intense 189, which we've piloted in the last 13 months, where, where, where this process, you know, it's literally shifting from a business idea to a non-profit idea. Uh, you know, having gone through that process of, you know, what's really ringing inside me, what vibrates with who I am and why I believe I'm here with my knowledge of my story up to now. So the integration, I, I, use, a, I use a story of an unhappy entrepreneur going to a wise woman for help. And the wise woman takes her first to a mirror and then to a window. So that, that actually, that's the framework for my process as well, is the look into the mirror, look into myself, and look into the window. So the integration happens when I say, I honor your idea that you've come into the program with. However, I then take them through these beautiful frameworks of, it almost sounds like a Leonard Cohen, his last album, um, Popular Problems, I think it was. Um, so it's, Common problems of humanity, you know, common common needs of humanity. Uh, there are some wonderful bloggers out there that, that have lists of hundreds of small business ideas, even hundreds of, of non-profit ideas, etc. So then I create this dense, it's almost like an idea cloud after they've gone within. I create this idea cloud that they sort of whittle it down to, once again, now that I'm now that I've started or restarted the inner journey, um, which, which has to be the start of, of um, you know, I, I think lifelong growth, um, you know, it, it's a fundamental ingredient of lifelong growth or lifelong learning. Is this thing of that I, shall, I will always discover more and more of the surprises I have in store inside me. So then they've started that now during my process. And then I surround them with this, this, this cloud of, it's really a bit of a, a, a big bang chaos. And I, I, I try to emulate that kind of thing. Big, ba big bang chaos, uh, knowing myself a little better and starting that journey of knowing myself even better, then seeing what rings on the outside. And from there, um, you know, once, once that, once that is locked on, my goodness, um, that is for me the the DNA, the, the the basic building block of of you know. Oftentimes you get these inspirational qu quotes of you know, um, the, choose choose your pain, the pain of perseverance or the pain of regret, etc. Or um, yeah, the the only the only the main driver of success is the deep desire to succeed, and it, it sounds so. You know, it sounds so bland on the one hand. On the other, on the other hand, is I think this process that I'm going through, the going within, and then really looking outside, um, you know, into this absolute cloud of possibility, and getting a lock on there. I think that's one of the keys to generating the desire to succeed from the inside. Is when I know this rings with me inside. And it's something outside. And then we go through the paces. That's the gap in the market. And then we go through the paces to say, how can I then build a, 
profitable market in that gap, which is once again the, the wordplay flip. Uh, gap in the market, market in the gap. And whether one is in a non-profit or a business or a, you know, wanting to sell your books or, or sell your music or sell your paintings or whatever, it's, it really is the same thing. Um, non-profit, uh, just, just for theory's sake, uh, non-profit people often get confused. They say we, we shouldn't generate surpluses in this organization. And then I once again put, put some energy into the conversation. I said, say, uh, do you want to grow? Do you want to help more people in the way that you've been helping the hundred or the thousand that you have? And they say, yeah. I say, uh, where's that going to come from? <laughs> um, anyway, just so, just for the record, I've, I've integrated the, the business model with what I call a venture model, which is really agnostic to whatever one wants to create. Uh, it, it can be a business, like I say, a creative project or a, a nonprofit, as a side note. And then from there, you then go into the brand discoverer element of your your work. So once they've locked onto that bit in the cloud, then you go into integrating the brand discovery, um, and then you can, and then they're at the end of the twelve week process. I imagine from that point, is that right? So yes, how that then works? That is the from me, you know, from me to my market, uh, because with it with the brand discovery also comes the market discovery, of course that they go through a very rigorous interview process of, uh, you know, refraining from sales talk, but really talking about the driving needs or problems or, and oftentimes combination of needs and problems that they are addressing, which are the constituent elements of their gap. So they go through a very rigorous process of really learning what is the job their beneficiary or customer or client wants done. That then brings them to market discovery if those people have budget available for the value they wish to bring to them. From there, we go to, to the pricing, the revenue streams, uh, which, is, which completes the, the, the market side, which, as we all know, that, that drives so much of one's available, uh, of, of, of the, the let's call it the, the realism of one's plans, is driven so much by how realistic the revenue projections, etc., are. So from there on, we, we go inside once again. So that's, you know, from me to my market, pricing revenue streams. Then we go within to our operations. What kind of key activities, key partners, key internal resources do we need in our mix? Um, once again, not only to deliver or to ex exchange our value proposition with our customers, clients, or beneficiaries, but also to keep improving that. So, I, and that's once again a very important part. You know, it's if if I learn, if I deepen my knowledge of myself the whole time, it means I'm going to keep growing, which I really want to instill in everyone who travels with me. That means I'm gonna I'm gonna feel this need to keep on innovating and creating. And I need the operations to be able to keep improving my value proposition, um, the efficiencies, the economy, uh, the effectiveness, increasing that always, the value for money, actually. And then, obviously, I have to build a cost structure to support that, that op the, the operations um, that, I'm, that I've designed. I put all of that together to look at the feasibility of myself as a startup in, in terms of what startup funding I will be requiring. And uh, then it's a question of, 
you know, on, on some tech heavy or manufacturing or, or, or heavy retail operations, etc., then that, that's oftentimes a sort of a, uh, okay, now we need to get that funding to get the machine going. However, with a lot of the, uh, the, the intellectual, um, the, um, let, let's call it the, the, the non-tangible, uh, the creatives, uh, creative services, etc. cetera, uh, they, a, a lot of those can, can, can sort of um, rise up to my primary challenge, which is can you put your first transaction or transactions um, to bed, uh, meaning money in the bank, from point zero to 12 weeks? And it, ha- it has actually happened in, in some instances. So that, that's the complete picture of from me to my market, including the brand storming, the brand discovery, building the operations, you know, supported by the cost structure, the revenue projections based on realistic pricing, and then the total picture, which then, this is also the, the big value of the, the process, is so many startups fail because they launch too quickly and they, they learn these, let's call it the entry-level lessons they learn in very expensive action. So we, we're trying to fast-forward that and compress it, almost like the mythopoetic story. We, we're trying to compress that into the first 12 weeks. See how many mistakes you can make in theory that you can learn to walk and launch with reasonable confidence, which, which I think is a very solid place to be. A reasonable, you know, skeptical, reasonable confidence. <laughs> that sounds great. It sounds like a really thorough process that you take them through. Um, it's going to set them up for, for success. So I'd love to just ask you a few very quick questions because I'm, I'm conscious of time. Um, sure. I'm conscious that I've, uh, I've been really deep and thorough with the questions. Um, so these, one, these ones are quite easy and, uh, and quite, quite surface level, but you can get as deep as you like with them or, or give me one word <laughs> answers. So um, who do you think of when you hear the word story and why do you think of that person? I would say I think of, of a group of um, people from ancient times to contemporary story gurus, um, yourself included, um, us, us who have the sole connection of uh, that I'm living a story, you're living a story, uh, we get to write it, we get to live it. Uh, we spoke about, you know, you having to be living it over the weekend with your nursing. However, when you reflect on your weekend, you, you, you know, you're going to be retelling that story, that type of thing. So, I mean, if, if, I, if I quickly have to, to, to get the, uh, the barbecue fire surrounded um, with, with some, some golden brews, um, myself and yourself included, it would be the likes of um, the, the, early, the early writers, the early writers of the rabbinic tradition, for instance, that, that incredible um, Jewish story treasure of, of 5,000 plus, I think, stories, of which quite a number, for instance, have been included in, in some, of the, some of the Bible narrative, that the incredible power of those stories. And I mean, the alchemist is built on Isaac, which is a Jewish story. It's just been masterfully retold by Paulo Coelho. And um, Paulo, I think, would be there. Um, Shakespeare, Shakespeare for, his, for me, his authenticity. I recently got an Oxford University Press book of Shakespeare's money, which followed the transactions of his life, because we know so little of his person. 
but so marvelous to, to sort of imagine, you know, how life could have been if, if these were his transactions with life. So fantastic book, Shakespeare's Money. Um, Joch Roald Dahl comes to mind. Um, you, can, you can see the, the magical reality, realistic magic, young adult vibe, which is absolutely resonating with me. Um, Neil Gaiman, um, Salman Rushdie, uh, Dorian Haroff, uh, locally, my, my, my story, my creative editor on, on manuscripts I work on, um, who, who actually blessed me with a number of these mythopoetic uh, tales. Yeah, so I, I think the list can probably go on for very long. I'd say for a start, um, that, that would be my barbecue fire uh, congregation. That sounds, sounds really good. Um, so you've you mentioned a, a couple of good books there that, that you'd be able to recommend to us. Are there any others or any websites or blogs or, or podcasts about storytelling that you, that you check in with regularly? Mm, masterclass.com. Oh, my word. You know, having, having such a journey like this, um, with David Mamet, with Neil Gaiman, uh, with Salman Rushdie, with Billy Collins, the I, I, Billy Collins must also the poet must also his po, po, poems are such stories sometimes, um, so he must also come to the fire. Um, so masterclass.com, I think, just with with the resources and the the value for money there, is incredible. Uh, my own mentor Dorian Horoff, um, he wrote a book, The Writer's Voice, which takes one through the beautiful process of our inner creative and our inner crafter um, or critic which 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 needs to um, come to the party at the right time which is a very valuable lesson in in creative endeavors that you know have the fun have the big bang first and at the right time bring the crafter uh, after we've spent ourselves creating uh, or just splashing like Jackson Pollock onto the wall um, I must say I'm, I'm working through your your book, so you you are you are rising you are rising in um, yeah I think that book in in the first few chapters you got me back to my favorite movies um, Inception and and Matrix which which I won Matrix one which I and I, I just for dropping those two lozenges back into my water I want to say. Um, so far, so good. Thank you. <laughs> or Thank you. or be, beat that in the rest of your chapters. I'm, I'm, ex <laughs> I'm excited so. to see that. <laughs> and lastly, where can we find out more about you? Are you, are you on social media? Have you got a website? Um, where, where, can we, uh, where can we get in touch? For the complete story, I've split myself into the three planets, as I, as I said to you uh, earlier, Paul, and, and thanks for this. And it's the... 123CY, it's numeric, 123CY.coach is the, the coaching um, website. Then wernerschmidt.co.za is where my fiction and poetry um, live, that which I've brought out to the world already. And then uh, wfm.life is where my modern folk music, that's the home of my modern folk music, the, the three planets that um, revolve around my man cave here on a daily basis. That's amazing. Well, Werner, it's been brilliant to chat with you today. I, I love all the stories that you've told. Thank you for getting the djembe out uh, and uh, serenading us with that. Thank you for uh, for, for just spending time talking with, with me today. I've uh, really enjoyed it. And uh, I hope our listeners have too. Hope you have uh, a great rest of your day and the rest of your week and uh, it'd be great to catch up with you again soon. Well, thank you. Enjoy a non-mundane Monday yourself. 
Just a quick reminder that my book, Rule the World, Master the Power of Storytelling to Inspire, Influence and Succeed, is now available. You can get hold of your copy in all good bookshops, including Amazon and Kindle, Waterstones and WH Smith in the UK, Barnes and Noble in the US, and all good bookshops throughout the rest of the world. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Rule the World. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And visit weareopusmedia.com for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to more episodes that will help you develop your storytelling abilities. That's weareopusmedia.com. Thank you, and see you next time.